we whispering? I love when we whisper. For America. Why is it coming that foil package? What is it, this outer space? Is this a space treat? Is this space pastry? I don't understand. Pop-tarts, will you? Zinger. Oh, organic. Hello and happy holidays. It's the Red Snuggie of Ramjack, a holiday homecoming. Happy holidays, everyone. I'm Alex. Happy holidays. Joining me is Brad. Happy holidays. Happy holidays. Oh, my God. We're so excited. Guys, it's Winter Solstice Eve Day. It really is. Winter Solstice Eve Day right now, when we're recording in the past for you. <laughs> Tomorrow's Monday, the Winter Solstice. Wow. Reason for the season. Reason for the season, guys. The actual reason the, for the season. The it's, actual reason it's the nexus the of what all other holidays around yeah. this month are based on. So tomorrow is going to be the shortest day of the year, right? Shortest and the best. Shortest and probably, yeah, best day. If, best. You're, if you like the nightlife, if you like the boogie, yeah, you're going to go out there and you should club it up. That's me. That's me. That is Brad. I love the through nightlife. Through and through. I'm known for my boogieing. I love this because it is the darkest day of the year because night's longest. Right. I mean, I like the night. I enjoy it, but I do like the day longer. I, I, I like the day more. And I love the fact that from that day forward, it's going to get brighter and brighter and brighter. That's why you're my nemesis. Until the next solstice. You're my nemesis. No. I'm the man in black. You're Jacob. <laughs> it is kind of like lost this podcast in a way, right? That's, that's the way the world works. But guys, in all seriousness, happy holidays. Happy holidays. I hope this podcast finds you at least in a pleasant mood. Absolutely. In your situation. If not, you're going to be if you listen <laughs> on. <laughs> well, let's start with some news, guys. We're going to bring back some science into this podcast because, as you know, if you've watched our YouTube video, I, uh, I graduated with, a, with a, a master's degree in biology. You did, yeah. Uh, going to get my doctorate. Yeah. And my colleagues at the laboratory are like, Dude, you got to start bringing back more science to the podcast. So, guys, this is this is for you, all right? For all of Alex's biochemist buddies, um, guys, we've got a situation. Oh fuck, we're not in the situation room yet. No worries. Okay, okay. But this could be problematic. Okay. Okay. We on the show before we've talked about the problem with robots, obviously. Yeah, robots. We also talked about the super ants. Super ants, bullshit. Okay. Um, I remember something about mice that could live forever, but I can't really remember how exactly mice that was going robots on. Robots and the ants are all working together. All right. Well, it turns out that cephalopods also might be climbing up the ranks. What? To, to kind of check us in our superiority over the rest of the animal kingdom. What the fuck are they up to? Octopi can use tools now. What? They're using tools? Yeah. Oh, so octopi are the new orangutan. Pretty much. Oh, fuck. Um, somewhere off the coast of uh, Indonesia, Australian scientists were just like, they were looking for another octopus. Mm-hmm. This, a special kind. Special octopus. But but they've An octopi for a new generation. Yeah, like a special it the was Justin Timberlake that, of octopi. Yeah, basically the Lady Gaga of octopi. <laughs> but in doing so, they didn't find that one. But right. they did notice something else was something was up with this veined octopus. Vein octopi have been observed carrying coconuts long distances and then using them as shelter. Oh fuck! To cloak it like a little house. Who who let the cephalopods watch Gilligan's Island? <laughs> these fuckers are going to build, be building radio transmitters and all kinds of bullshit. Now, these things are – what I think is awesome about this is it doesn't give you a sense of scale other than the coconuts. Mm-hmm. So if you're thinking about Brad, how big do you think a coconut is? Uh, not very large. Not very large at all. Maybe the size of like a large softball? Yeah, yeah. So unless these are like crazy large coconuts, which there may be, like maybe the size of a basketball. Right. These octopi are tiny. Yeah. And yet they have the sophistication. They have the know-how. Oh. 
to be like, you know what? I'm going to make this a shelter. I'm going to make this my home. This is this is my home, and this is where I live now. This My, my new forwarding dress is coconut. Coconut. <laughs> and, of course, we at Ramjack support the U.S. Postal Service, so please, if you'd like to mail the octopus, just address that to coconut. Home for the holidays. Home for the holidays. This is uh, an initiative to get all the octopi out there who are just uh, becoming aware of this phenomenon. New homeowners. <laughs> new homeowners. <laughs> just write to them. Yeah, write to them. Drop them a little letter. <laughs> Show care, them your support. Octopi, care of coconut. They're waiting, guys. <laughs> they have never experienced the wonders of mail. <laughs> Let them know. Then that brings a whole new customer base in to the U.S. Postal Service. Which, come on, guys. guys. The ocean, whoa, that covers a lot more surface area than like just yeah. land. That's, that's going to revitalize our economy. God. Guys, we just solved the economic crisis. <laughs> we welcome our cephalopod brothers to join the ranks. Ta-da! There you go. There you go. Done. Check you, it off the list. Again, we are here to help people. In the meantime, guys, while you're sending your letter, make sure you go to uh, all the... You can YouTube this or whatever and find the videos of it. Yeah. It is adorable. It's amazing. They just like... It's so funny because it's, it's the like best. they get on top of it and they have their legs like drape around the outside of the coconut and then like whoop, push it up and they just <laughs> scuttle along the bottom of the floor. <laughs> so cool. And they really are cute when they're like... like it's bringing over the top of their home, like when they're closing their sh- <laughs> the coconuts. It's the best, dude. It is awesome, the and they're just there's a picture of that I'm looking at right now where it's just peeking out. Aw, it's adorable. Please send them their, your letters. Please do, guys. It's the holiday season, absolutely. And what would an episode of Ramjack be if it didn't have Dove Promise oh. from uh, our Project Child of the Month, Martha Stewart? Celebrity Project Child of the Month, Martha Stewart. Hey, she's give, she's given one last promise to you via us. From her. This will be the last time we do this because this is it's the holiday season and this is it. Uh, these are the end of our promises. <laughs> <laughs> and they have to deliver. Absolutely. These Dove promises. New homeowners, listen up because some of these will help you. Um, the first promise, decorate a cake with handmade whipped cream and fruit. Oh. That actually sounds pretty good. That's, that's, that's tasty, yeah. That's a nice dessert. All right. A Christmas cactus mm-hmm. will add a tropical color to a winter room. Oh, shake it up. Christmas cacti. Shake it up. A Christmas cacti. Package cookies in a decorative bread pan wrapped with ribbon. <laughs> all right. All right. That's, okay. I mean, that's okay. cool. I mean, that's I cool. like the cacti better, but. Yeah. All right. Create a whimsical wreath with gumdrops. With gumdrops? Really? I don't want a wreath made wow. of gumdrops. That's kind of gross. Yeah, I don't know about that one. That's not cool at all. attract animals. And <laughs> this, is the, this is the last one, guys. Try roast goose instead of turkey. For an old world menu. Classy. Martha Stewart. That's class. Thank you. That is a classic, classy broad, Martha Stewart. You were brightening our holidays. Hey, Alex. What's up? Those may be the end of the promises. Uh-huh. But I've got a couple new, exciting Christmas tips for you. All right. Well, dude, yeah, please. Granted, it's probably too, it may be too late to get them out for no, this year. we can never have any. But, you know, hey, there's always a new year. Well, let's start planning early. I was listening to the KERA podcast. We've mentioned mm-hmm. before, we talked about Karen Armstrong. They did an episode on green and organic Christmases. Really? Yeah. It was a lot of crazy hippie jive. Of course. It's K-E-R-A. But, <laughs> yeah. Um, but I, I did get some exciting ideas. All right. Listen. I'm up for them, dude. Let's, listen, let's listen. hear it. Gift wrap is a waste. Gift wrap is horrible. It's just paper that you, you rip up, throw it away, goes in the landfill. Horrible. It's a waste. It's killing trees. Here's an idea. Why don't you take an old shirt and just stitch up the sleeves and, and the neck hole and put your present in there? <laughs> <laughs> what? 
That sounds like a poor man's Martha Stewart promise. <laughs> I know. Because didn't she talk about wrapping it in yeah. like old holiday linens? Yes. This is worse. This is. Can you just. All right. Now, we talked earlier about how weird it would be to get like a stained tablecloth wrapped around your present. <laughs> but imagine Uncle Larry's old beat up t shirt. Stitched up your is present. Is it a t-shirt or sweater? Like, is this a Cosby festive sweater? Or t-shirt. Is this... this is like a white undershirt. No, like that's stained. gross. It's like, no. What are you gonna just throw it away? Put it, it in a landfill? It is a unique pattern. You gotta make An use of those things. Organically flowing pattern. You gotta make use of these things, dog. You can't just throw them away. That's a waste. That's a waste. I don't think that's what they were talking about. Is if you're it, instead, I think they were instead of throwing away your shirts, what you should do is take your old nasty shirts that you're not gonna wear anymore, stitch them up, put gifts inside. Hey, little Johnny, here's your present. It's shown in Uncle Larry's old shirt. (laughs) Make sure you rub it through like a lot of fresh pine needles or something because you're not going to wash it because that defeats the purpose of it still being green because all there's a lot of energy used in washing. Yeah, don't wash it by hand. That's horrible. Don't do that. And if you use, you know, certain types of soap, that's bad for the environment. Bad for the environment, dog. Don't wash it. No. Just give it to them straight. I mean, but again, like rub it with pine needles or something. That smells good. That's so gross, dog. That is that worst. is crazy gross. I don't even know that if that's a good worst. idea. And, I, and that's just one of how many, oh, how many they, tips they threw, are there, dude? They were just throwing in all kinds of crazy stuff. One of my, my favorite things was the callers to this fucking radio station, KRA, somewhere in Texas. They are the worst callers on the planet. Not that anyone that calls into radio is generally bright, <laughs> but these people are the dregs of society. This one guy, the multiple people called in with tips because, you know, for for uh, wrapping paper, most of them are like, you should use newspaper. Do, 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 do. You, I like to use newspaper. Newspaper's great. Three people called about newspaper. Then one guy calls in, hey, here's a tip you may not have thought about. Yeah, some people have said use newspaper. What I like to do is I use the funny pages. Well, how about that? Really? The funny, first of all, you said the funny pages. Sir, sir, it's not 1941. <laughs> no one has said funny pages in years. Carly Simon was still making music when people said funny pages. <laughs> Carly fucking Simon, and she died in 1929. Now, now, Brad, this is interesting because what I like to wrap people's presents in mm-hmm. is um, old, like, magazines. Oh. I don't know if you remember, Brad I, recently I, had a birthday, guys. I did. I did. And for his birthday, I tried to find pictures of the celebrities we talk about on Ram Shack. <laughs> it was From, amazing. like, old entertainment weeklies and just wrap Brad's present in them. What I like to do is, um, I personally, I'll take um, hateful literature. Like, I'll get, like, copies of Mein Kampf. And like the Unabomber's <laughs> Manifesto, and I and I use that for holiday writing because that way I'm taking something awful and I'm making it something good, a gift. <laughs> so I'll just wrap someone's present in the Unabomber's Manifesto. It it's long- really hard to get through the postal office sometimes, <laughs> but it's the thought that counts. I think it really counts. is. Yeah, sometimes my mail doesn't get delivered, so uh, that's weird. But yeah, so we don't want to mention that on that. Weird. I don't want to mention that's that right weird. now because it's kind of weird. As far as I'm concerned, my mail always gets delivered yeah. via the U.S. Postal. Of course, because they're the best. They're the best around. I'm never going to keep them down. Nothing. What can Brown do? Wait, that's someone else. Oh, man. Oh, you son of a bitch. Red, white, and blue. Red, white, and blue, America. America. The it's... funniest things you fuck. <sighs> Postal service. Just walk with it. Go buy some stamps. Brad, mm-hmm. talking about future holiday tips. Yes. People might want to be aware of this. Walmart, in a buy to compete against Amazon, is going to start offering a drive through pickup for any items ordered online. Lame. Totally lame. Lamest. Would you, first off, can you imagine a Walmart Supercenter and there being a drive through? Ugh. How long is that going to be? Ugh. Are people just going to like order massive amounts? That's going to be And then just worst. go there and pick it up? Yeah, that's not going to be. That's going to be so awful. It's going to be a cluster, man. Oh. Oh, just bad. It, oh, fuck you. 
we talked. I mean, we talked about Walmart last week. Yeah. And That's I mean, why I brought this news to the would, table. It would be nice to not have to go inside there and see those people. But those, it, don't do it. Just don't do it. Just don't go. Just don't go to Walmart. Just buy everything from Amazon. Can we just buy everything from Amazon? <laughs> everything. It's. I really wanted to buy a lot of my Christmas gifts this year off of Amazon. I, as did I. But sadly, time caught up with me. Uh, Christmas creep, dog. Christmas creep, man. It creeped you Between out. Between work and, you know, the I podcasts. I, trust it's, me. Whew. I get you. I'm there. But I did get to support my local stores. Support your local stores. Did not include Walmart, but, you know. Did you buy a book of stamps for anybody? I bought a book of stamps for me. There you go. You're, a, book of stamps for you're me. a winner then. You're a winner. I used to collect stamps as a kid. Hey, look at you, nerd. Does that help? <laughs> not with the ladies, but... Oh, <laughs> tragic. Brad, I also want to give you some information. Please and the do. listeners, you know how we all love Team Wolf here, right? Oh, of course. It's the Team best. Team Wolf is awesome. American classic. Well, we talked about this before. MTV is making a new Team Wolf kind of a show. Yeah. And let me tell you what it's been described as. Bring it. It's been described as a dramatic thriller with a buddy comedy element at the center of a romantic plot line. I'm concerned. I'm uh, Yikes, man. There better be boof. There better be styles. There better be van surfing. I think it's nuts that they, they try to cover everything. It's a dramatic thriller mm-hmm. with elements of a buddy comedy. All oh, this in a romantic plot line. Whatever what? you're looking for, we've got it in Teen Wolf. Yeah, pretty much. It's hey. we're making it as broadly accessible as possible. I'm scared. I'm, I'm a little concerned. Terrified. I'm scared. Don't I will say the people that Wolf. were cast. Mm-hmm. I can't remember their names right now. but uh, Are they sexy people? They're young. Okay. How it's, young? it's not going to be like normally on these shows. Like, all right, we're going to cast like kids in high school, but they're really going to they're going to get 30s. people who are like in their thirties or late twenties. Right. These kids are like the same age they should actually be to be oh, in high school. It's a little weird. That's not going to be fun. That's going to be awkward. Yeah. Uh, so I mean, this might be the first red flag for Teen Wolf. I'm worried, but I'm guys, I mean, we're still going to give it a shot. Band surfing booth styles. You better be there. You better be there. I will come after you. <laughs> Well, let's like a carried away. I don't know if I'm going to come no, after them. We're, we're going to come after them. <laughs> Ramjack Freedom Militia is on the march. Yeah, speaking of the Ramjack Freedom Militia, uh, there's been a lot of research done recently about the, the happiest place in the United States of America. Really? Again? They do this all the time. They do it all the time. I feel like every three months there's a new happiest place. This one is like an amalgamation of like tons of different uh, data sets. Where's it at, dog? Um, according to this, Louisiana <laughs> is the happiest state in the United States. Because they just don't know any better. Because <laughs> they just don't know any better. I will say that most of this information was uh, gathered from reports in 2005. Like a happy, mentally challenged kid. Just happy. Just happy. Doesn't know any better. <laughs> Those words from Brad, not me, for the happy folks in Louisiana. Um, Those words come from common sense. It's fucking Louisiana. Fuck you, Louisiana. Hawaii came in second. Nice. Okay. I'll buy that. Tropical. Exciting. Florida third. Florida? Really? Florida and Louisiana are really close together. I wonder what's yeah. going on there. If you travel through Florida, I think you'll understand, but um, especially northern, northern Florida is kind of like, ooh. Um, guess what came up on the bottom of the list, though, Brad? What's at the bottom? The very bottom? New York. Really? People in New York are hating their lives. Uh, they got a lot of thoughts in their heads, a lot of concerns, dealing with life, dealing with the world. Do they? Yeah. All right. Well, let me tell Too you what thinking the, makes you sad. The second most unhappy state... Mm-hmm. The United States? Connecticut. Connecticut. Of course it is. Who, of course it is. Who couldn't see that coming? Of course, those fuckers. I mean, now it's a police state. <laughs> <laughs> it's 
It's like the fucking, it's like the fucking Nazis over. It's like the Nazis and the Taliban like had a baby and that baby is the state of Connecticut. Now guys, we're going to give New York a pass because yeah. New York City is obviously the reason why this is breaking down. Stress. I'm sure northern New stress. York, like on the outskirts, it's, it's a fun time. All right. But yeah, it's, it's stressful living in a big city. Big city time, scary. A lot of people who don't know how to operate in a big city move there and like, oh man. Yeah. It's a hard time. A lot of dreamers get hurt and that's the sad truth. But Brad's correct in Connecticut. There's Connecticut, no excuse oh, for them. Fuck you, Connecticut. It's, get out while you can. Furries, get out of there. You're not safe and you know it. <laughs> is, is there a large furry population that's just being like, not anymore. Not if Connecticut gets their way. We talked about this before. This is, I, all I'm God, saying it's been is. It's a while since we talked about the furries. Let's just say, you know, it's even though we haven't mentioned you, um, please, if you got furry news, send it to us because we we don't forget people. You know, we don't forget Taylor Swift, even though she's not a celebrity project child. Martha Stewart, we're not going to forget her once her time has passed. We're not going to. We haven't forgotten about the furries. We haven't forgotten about the Native Americans. We haven't forgotten about the Postal Service. We haven't forgotten, forgotten about Felipe Rose. We've not forgotten about the homosexuals. We still care. <laughs> Connecticut, we got our eye on you. It's not leaving. It's not. You're on watch. And now we have proof. We have hard evidence. Hard evidence. That the, the, the wild accusations we've been throwing out are true. <laughs> if by wild accusations, you mean clear and truthful points. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Connecticut. I'm just, we're, we're, we got our eyes on you guys. We, just letting you everybody know that. Know, everybody knows now. Everybody we're watching. Knows. Everyone's watching. Egg on your face. <laughs> Brad... Since we're around Connecticut, we're going to jump to another state really quick. Please do. There is a uh, NBA developmental league team. I know you're crazy about sports, Brad. I I, I am what is known as a, is a, a sports aficionado. Easily, and you I know lo- I love them throwing the baskets at the hoops and the running the yards and yeah. all that, all that. The- going for like a two point conversion, going for the conversion um, before taking the, it to the hoop, taking all with all the, with all the home runs. Yeah, I mean, if you listen to Ramjack, you know we love sports. Oh, we are sports fanatics. The Maine Red Claws. Little team. All the way up in Maine. All right. They they got a brand new – they don't have a lot of sports teams because it's Maine. Right. I mean, why are you going to take a franchise up there? Right. But they do have de- developmental leagues or like lower leagues. Okay. Um, so their players will eventually graduate to the NBA, but they're taking a small stint in Maine. Well, the, the new their new team called the Maine Red Claws. Red Lobsters. Claws. I know you'd love this. Yeah. That's Their mascot's first, a lobster. That's my first son, a dog. Guys, they are awesome. They have a, a mascot called Crusher that is like Crusher. this beefed up, like just guy in a lobster suit. Super lobster. It is a lot. It's a super lobster suit, dude. You've got to check this super out. Super lobsters. Dog. This might also be for the furries a little bit, even though he's not furry. I mean, he's hey. very sleek. He works out. Here we go. These guys are doing all kinds of crazy promotion stuff. They did a video with Crusher that was amazing. But what? Caught my attention was what something they did with lobsters. Now, Brad, I want your opinion on this as someone who you know identifies with the lobsters and the lobster people. um, So, what they did was they're offering a special thing. It's a special, almost contest, if you will. What they did was they caught ten lobsters and they tagged them. They tagged ten lobsters with a special like: if you catch these lobsters, you get free tickets to to a show. Uh, By show, I mean like a sporting event. Or, big game. Uh, yeah, the big sports gala. I don't know what they call it. Game. Game. You, the big you, game. Yeah, the big contest. Um, so there are 10 lobsters out there just in the ocean tagged with, like, I guess the Red Claws logo. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> yeah, and if you catch them, you win tickets. Wow. How cool is that? That's pretty awesome. Um, I just pulled up the image of Crusher. What do you think? This is fucking awesome. Isn't it freaking awesome? Are you jealous of my fursona now? Are you jealous? Well... We never... If I had this suit, would you be jealous? I have seen... Remember that other lobster suit that we saw? Yeah, yeah. I think we mentioned on the show like off the time right. or off hand. 
that suit, the Crusher suit, is leaps and bounds better Absolutely. than another one. This thing is badass. Now it's not furry, but look at those look at those ripped pectorals, man. He's working out. Dog, dog did you see him from badass. the back? Have you seen no, him from the back? No, he has a lobster tail. Oh. It's pretty amazing. <laughs> Crusher, Crusher, Brad. I had to bring that to not only Ramjack fans' attention, but to your attention. Absolutely. I think you just had to know that. I'm. Thank you. I'm a fan. This is this is my team now. This is my big team. I love watching this team at the big game events gala. Brad, am I, am I passing it over to you now with the news, or do you want me to continue forward on? Because I, I got some awesome news topics to do. Why don't you bring choice. me some more news? All right, dude. Let me, let's go overseas. My mind is blown. We're just like connecting the dots here, all right? We're going to go from world. Connecticut to Maine. Now we're going all the way over to Great Britain. Oh, we're internationals. There is a new fad going on mm-hmm. where um, people are embracing the concept of gray hair. Really? Yeah. Women are like, you know what? Gray hair is fine. I don't, I don't care about my silver mane. It's going to be great. Wow. Um, the twist to this is uh-huh. these are people around the age of um, 20 to 25 years old. Get Chris Hansen over these here. Are, these are British. Chris Hansen. The British hipsters are dyeing their hair gray. What do you think about this, dude? They're dyeing their they hair get, gray. Because first off, as far as like fashion and trends go, mm-hmm. obviously it hits Europe first and then the States later. Right. So like within the next five years, we're going to see young adults just ro- walking around. I say young adults, kids. Children. Like you're going to see like a 14-year-old like dyeing his hair gray and like going out oh, and like, what's up? Man. I'm a punk. This is... Or what are you going to do when you see like, uh, like you're out and about and you see like what... It looks like, you know, hey, that, that chick's kind of hot, you know? And all of a sudden, she's got gray hair. Is that going to change your opinion on people? If so you're going to see her and be like, wow, that girl's kind of hot. Oh, she's got gray hair. Wow, that must be some kind of that must be kind of, some kind of sexy cougar going on. Wait, no, that's a child. I'm so conflicted inside. <laughs> I'm so conflicted. And there, You don't oh, know what? Oh, crap, and there's Chris Hansen. He's got some cookies, and I'm going to jail. <laughs> Thanks a lot. Chris Hansen's job just got so much harder. I don't know, Britain. It's I don't a know conflicted what's going on. world now. If Great anyone Britain. can have gray hair and it'd be okay, <gasps> I don't think this is right. This I is think wrong. This is so wrong. This is wrong. It's me- it's messing with everything we hold dear as a society. <laughs> it's morally, physically, spiritually wrong. <laughs> spiritually, really? Yeah, that means nothing. I just made that. Happy holidays. That's bullshit. Happy holidays. <laughs> Happy holidays. Happy holidays. Happy winter solstice. But yeah, guys, just giving you a heads up. Wow. If you have children, they're going to be dying their hair gray. And you're not going to know what up from down is. No, you're not going to know. <laughs> you're not going to know. And Chris Hansen is going to be harried. And guys. The man's life is going to be so difficult. Guys, if you're in a bar and you know this, this like silver man cougar comes over to you and it's like, hey, what's up? The, the lights may be dim, but give her, give her a good Watch look out. because she might actually be like 24. That like cougar 22. might be 12. There might be 12 year old cougars running she around. She might be 12 year olds, but let's, let's be honest. She could also be like an available 22 or right. 24 or 5 year old. Uh, yeah. You don't know anymore. The, the waters are muddied. Guys, just be aware. Waters be are alert. muddied. Gray hair is no longer for the older set. It means nothing. Nice. Thank you. <laughs> Guys, it's the Yule season. Yeah. We've been talking about the holidays. Yeah. I've been trying to make my own holiday plans. What are you, what are you, what are you doing? Um, I was looking at Christmas Day because I'm, I'm off work, uh, trying to figure out what to do. I was thinking, you know, maybe well, usually I tend to hit a Chinese restaurant and go watch The Godfather 2 on DVD. Nice. That's a fine way to spend a holiday. Good adult ritual, man. Absolutely. Nice. Good times. I was, I, was, so I was trying to search out some restaurant. I thought I might try somewhere new, you know, take a chance. So I thought I'd see if I could find online maybe a listing of places that were open on Christmas Day. This has been a conundrum. What do you mean? The, it's I only Christmas, man. Surely places are open. The movie yeah. theater is open. Oh, yeah, absolutely. There's got to be places open. I, there are places open. They're hard to find. I found a couple of lists online, but every time I found one, there's people making catty comments. These old fucking bitches that are online, they're telling, can't these places, 
Can't they just close for one day? It's, I just think it's horrible that these money-grubbing bastards can't close their establishment for one day and spend time with their family on a holy occasion. What? Hey, you stupid internet bitches. Listen up, internet. Hey, guess what? Guess what? What's going on? Not everybody's a 5 and 2 Jizo. Everybody doesn't believe in your 5 and 2 Jizo nonsense. Some people don't have families. Some people Some people want to go get some food because they're hungry. <laughs> people have to get food because they're hungry. How can you deny them that? Why? Why are you against small businesses? Why are you trying to? Why are you trying to be against a small business? You crazy old five and two Jizo bitch. This this is kind of ridiculous. I mean, five and twoers, listen up. Like Brad said, not everyone follows the same religious beliefs you do. Exactly. Um. So, what's a holiday for one person may not be a holiday for another one. It's December twenty fifth. So, if someone wants to be open on Christmas, don't dog them for that. Exactly. They might be closed for another holiday that's right. not even on your radar. Exactly. And most of the time, places that are open on Christmas, their employees, uh, for a large portion of these places, are getting holiday pay. Yeah. They're getting extra money, regardless if they celebrate the holiday or not. So, fuck off, bitches. Wait a minute. Do these people hate freedom? They hate freedom and small businesses. They also hate America. Why do they hate freedom, small businesses, and America? <laughs> Get the chalkboard out, Brad. Tell me, lay it on the listen, line for listen, me. Listen, listen, listen. I love America. All right. Sorry, I'm cheering up a little bit because I love. Dude, I just, it's... I love this country so much, and these women on the internet, these faceless harpies out there on the internet, spewing their hatred for America. America. Don't they know it's the winter solstice season? Don't they have any love in their hearts? No love. Can't they respect small business and let me go out to get some Chinese food on a special day for me? No, Brad, look. And by special day, I mean day that I don't have to go to work because they closed the <laughs> building down? <laughs> Brad, okay, look, I, before, before we even go on on that topic, I'm confused. I need you to write it on the chalkboard. Can you draw me a diagram, paint a picture in my mind of what's going on? What I'll do is I'll take the, I'll take the image... That on my heart, it's burnt itself into my heart that I can't go to sleep and I, I keep seeing. It's what is burned it? in my heart. What is burned into your heart? It's this image of, of my feelings. I'm going to put that on the chalkboard. Okay. I'm just, just going to put this up here and let you see it. Okay. You see how that's – see? I just love America, dog. <laughs> I love America. I'm, so, I'm sorry. I'm sorry if that makes me sound crazy. I'm sorry if people don't understand how much I love America. I should <sighs> – I'm broken. I'm a broken man. He's a broken man because just, of you. I just want a spring roll. Give him a spring roll. Let me have a spring roll. I want a spring roll. I just want to watch The Godfather 2 and eat a spring roll. <laughs> <laughs> Happy holidays, guys. Better now. I'm Happy better. holidays, Brad. Happy holidays. <laughs> Happy holidays. Well, Brad, it's interesting you should talk about craziness. Bring it. <laughs> Because there's another story. Um, in March 2010, Marvel Comics will be launching a, a comic book initiative basically called Four Girls by Girls. <laughs> Keep trying. So, yeah, basically Marvel Comics is going to allow women writers, mm -hmm. uh, women inkers, mm -hmm. women artists, right. um, women distributors right. to – Collaborate together, you know, and to the create kid. a product that no one will buy. Yeah, to create a product no one will buy. Look, Geared toward women. Right. What are your feelings? What are your thoughts? Here are my, here are my thoughts. Like, there are girls out there that read comic books. Like, there are very few, but there's some out there. You're not going to be able to create a new market because what girl wants to go to a comic book shop and be like creeped out by creepos? Comic book shop is a creepy place, guys. Seriously. Seriously. If you don't, I mean, if you were a kid and you went there, then you understand, you, yeah. you may not understand because you were a kid and you were like, oh my God, there's Wolverine, hooray! 
Uh, but if you go as an adult, it's a creepy that's place, some guys. Creepy shit. That's also a dark place. And you're like, wow. Do I? I'll throw this out there. A couple years ago, we made a venture into a comic book shop. A little, little trip in nostalgia land. Yeah, I remember this. Creepo creepy. It was nuts, guys. I felt uncomfortable being there. I felt uncomfortable. I felt uncomfortable as an American citizen. <laughs> I was scared. Wow. I always wanted to bring out my chalkboard and tell you about it. <laughs> it's terrifying. It's creepy. And girls do not want to go be creeped out by creepy creepers. I will say this, though. I mean, just my knowledge of popular culture. Mm-hmm. A lot of younger women do read comic books, but not so much like the Marvel comic books. I think they're trying to steal business from uh, the, Japanese comic books. Yeah, the Japanese manga craze. Let me tell you what your kids are reading, guys. A lot of young women are reading books about like guy, like a, stories from Japan that have a really strong guy-on-guy love, but it's just like really intense guy friendships that really do kind of border on. Please explain. I'm trying to explain, guys. Explain What's the, close, the closest thing I can bring is, do you remember Lord of the Rings? You remember when Sam Wisecamp, he was a little bit too obsessed with Frodo? Those two, those two had an unnaturally close relationship. Yeah, and Mary and Pippin had an unnaturally close relationship. Too close. Too close for me. That's the kind of relationship that they're in these comic books. And girls love it. I don't know why, but they do. Girls love the gays. I'm just saying. Marvel's girls trying to still... Girls love closeted men. Act. Marvel's trying to get on that. And Marvel's going to try to get into it, and they're going to fail miserably. Because girls are not going to go to comic book shops, because it's creepy. The real tragedy of all this, Brad, is that... All of this coincides with Women's History Month, which I didn't even know was March, but apparently March. it is. Wow. Who knew? It's going to be a, it's going to be a train wreck, guys. Well, we'll have a special month that month. Oh, yeah. We might have to go back to the comic sh- shop that month. We'll see what's happening. We'll, we'll get to the bottom of we'll this. We'll give an investigative report. <laughs> we should interview like the comic <laughs> guy behind the counter. So, for uh, Ramjack. Uh, yes, uh, uh, we're coming from the Ranjak Freedom Militia. Um, quick question. Uh, so, have you seen any ladies in here buying your uh, Marvel's uh, lady books? <laughs> um, no, not very many, but I keep an eye out. <laughs> you know what I mean? I keep an eye out. <laughs> and goodbye. <laughs> Farewell. <laughs> Back to you in the studio. <laughs> wow. Okay. So, Brad, you, you, you messaged me earlier this week. I did. Um, in, in, a, in a frenzy. And, I, I was worried. I was and, worried. And for good reason. Apparently, crazies are going to try to lower the minimum wage to help the economy? Yeah. Well, you know. It, yeah. Well, I mean, this is, this is all like a concept. It's like, hey, guys. I, you know, but explain this to me. The Brad. cats at Fox News have come up with this brilliant plan. So the cats at Fox News. The, the crazy cats at Fox News, they've, they've been pushing this. Um, what we should do, you know, because we're in terrible economic times, what we need to do is just lower the minimum wage. That'll fix the economy. How how would they even begin to fix the economy? Dude, poor people just get too much money. <laughs> and, by, the- and by poor, you mean anyone that's not like elite? So minimum wage would also – I mean not minimum wage, but middle class, upper middle class would also count in this poor sector? I'm not listening to the words coming out of your mouth. No. Oh. But the words com- that I'm thinking about projecting onto you <laughs> – um, <laughs> that are already in your heart of hearts. The words that are in my heart say that the problem is, you know, the, these big companies, they have to pay this minimum wage. It's outrageous. It's outrageous to have to pay this much minimum wage. It's just too much. These companies can't afford it. So what we should do – now, some, some of these crazies on the left are trying to say we should raise the taxes back up on, on the wealthy people that mm-hmm. George W. Bush destroyed, which consequently destroyed our economy. Um Instead of doing that, let's stop tax. Let's stop taking all the money away from the rich people. Let's take it away from the poor instead, because they just got too much fucking money. Those fucking poor people, they're getting too much. Interesting. It's it's just a, it's a tax on on companies. It's a tax on corporate America, and that's not what America's about. So if we take the money away from the uh, 
from the from the poor people. Then that gives Filthy more money to the rich. Yes. So that they can trickle. Well, it gives more no money way. It wouldn't trickle down no, at that point. So they can get more jobs at less than minimum wage. Well, yeah. Dude, you're just not thinking about this, all right? I'm trying. I'm trying to all process. Right. If this. companies don't have to spend so much money on paying their employees, they can spend that money on what rich people spend money on. Have you heard of trickle down in economics? Yes, I am aware of this. Right. Think about that. Oh, so it's kind of like another way to get that into gear. Oh, well, I mean, I, I think Ronald. But instead Re- of like tax Ronald, Ronald Reagan was a great American. Ronald Reagan was a great American. He was a fine actor. He was a great American. Day. He was a great American. One of our greatest presidents. Did great things for America. So we're going to take money away from the poor <laughs> and the economy will be fixed. I, you know, I'm really, every time I think I have a grip on what you're talking about, you just seem to throw something else you, out there to distract I, we're me. We're fixing the economy. But you're fixing the economy is what I'm gathering from yeah. this. So you know what? My stamp of approval. All right, great. Poor people, you better pay up. <laughs> we're, cutting, we're cutting your pay. Guys, we joke a lot on Ramjack, but I mean, this was actually something seriously, seriously people, brought up. These as, fuckers were seriously talking about this. That is nuts. Let's I don't take, even understand. Let's take the money away from the poor people. Like you don't even know. Let's take it away from them. They don't need it. Take them away. Too much. Too much money for the poor. Fuck you. Wow, dude. I don't even know where to... It's craziness. Oh. Ramjack is brought to you by the Poppery 2. Pop 2. Helping you ring in this wonderful holiday season. Guys, make yourself a little, make yourself a little uh, garland for the tree. Yeah, pop, pop some, some garland. Popcorn. The birds will love it. Oh, your kids will love it. Your family will love it. After, after you go to your Chinese restaurant, go home, pop some popcorn, make a string of it. Make, make a string popcorn garland and take it to the Chinese restaurant. There you go. That way cultures are shared. You're bridging the gap. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to take them some popcorn. You've got to. Hey, guys. Hey, guys. Thanks for being open. Thanks, thanks for being treat. open. The spring roll is delicious. I brought you a string of popcorn. Bring the popcorn maker there. Now warn them because it'll be like a whole experience for them because they'll be like, wait a minute. When it starts spitting out popcorn, like they're going to be sporadically, scared. they're, they're going to be a little scared. scared. They'll be like, no, just trust the technology. Right. Touch the vortex. Just trust it. Trust my tornado technology. I don't know why I said touch, but <laughs> don't touch the vortex. It's hot. You, it's hot. You may leap. I don't know. You, you'll, you'll burn. It'll burn you. Yeah. Be careful. Be safe. Bring a fire. This holiday season. Be safe. Be safe. A message from us to you. Brad, we watched a movie this week. We did. We were watching movies. We watched, we, watch? we watched a lot of movies this year. Um, holiday season, we broke out the Star Wars holiday special. Because it's appropriate. Right. It's Christmas. I thought maybe we'd start our discussion of the Star Wars holiday special with a Ramjack dramatic reading. Really? From the beginning of the Star Wars holiday special. All right. Because I think that way you'll know, have a better idea. Instead of playing a bunch of clips, let's just give them a dramatic reading. All right. From the first like yeah, from the 10 first to yeah. 15 minutes first, of, the, yeah. of the special. Right. All right. Here we go. <clears throat> And that was a Ramjack dramatic reading. Dramatic reading. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Guys, that was no joke. Seriously. Should we set this up? When did Star Wars for the Special come out? It came out in 1978. Now, for those listeners who don't understand that there were Star Wars before the new prequels, because I'm sure there's some kiddies out there who are just now getting old enough to listen to podcasts or whatever and think Star right. Wars probably started then. Absolutely. There was a whole – Star Wars started with A New Hope. It did. Now, where does – now and, and then it went on to Empire Strikes Back, and then it was Return of the Jedi. Right. So where does 
the Star Wars holiday Christmas special fall into the canon of Star Wars. Here we go. All right. The first Star Wars movie came out and it was a huge hit. Huge. Everyone loved it. It was it was it was the sensation of the generation. Easily. I mean, ki- the kids were so excited about this. Everyone brought everyone together. People loved it. So the studio execs thought to themselves, "Hey, we have a hit in our hands. It's the seventies. Why don't we just make a Star Wars Christmas special?" And that's what they did. They did it. They did it, guys. They took all of the the trappings of your regular Christmas special, and they jammed Star Wars in there. A wing, a prayer, stock footage. Oh, that's what you need to make one of these things. That's guys. it, guys. It's that easy. Then you need some. You need some celebrities. You some, do need some, some like some C-list. beloved, some beloved celebrities. Yeah. So who do we have for this? Who who did they bring in? Who did they call in for reserves? Well, besides our Star Wars cast, uh-huh. we got B. Arthur. Yeah. We got Art Carney. Okay. We got Harvey Corman. No one's going to know who these people are. Everybody knows who these people are. Well, you know, not the kiddies, not no. the little kids. Tell them to ask their grandparents. Ask, they <laughs> ask your grams. She'll know. <laughs> She'll know. We, we got, we got, oh, we got uh, um, Jefferson Starship. Yeah. We got Diane Carroll. We get, I mean, we got some. Star studded guys. Star studded. Then you got all the Star Wars stars. Then you got all those guys. You got, I mean, Han Solo, you got Han Solo, Princess Leia, Princess Leia Luke Skywalker, Luke Skywalker, Chewbacca the Wookiee, who figures in this properly, and of course his family, <laughs> Chewbacca's family. Who are Chewbacca's family? Oh, well, Chewbacca's family. Well, um, of course we have his wife Mala. Luna? We have his Mala. wife Mala. We have his father Itchy, and his kid Bumps Lumpy, Lump- Lumpy, Lumpy. Who would name their child Lumpy? Oh. All right, guys. Now, how we're going to break this down or how we're going to present this Star Wars special to you is we're going to let fill you in on Star Wars facts. Right. Because, again, a lot of people haven't seen this. Because people, didn't George Lucas make it and he hated it? Yeah. Like, George it wasn't Lucas, received very well because George, it was insane. Right. It makes but no sense. But, guys, it's still canon. I'm tell, I can't express that uh, enough. Of course. So if, if you want to see it, find a means to find it. I it's, think – didn't you say it was on, like, Google Video or something? It's out there. You can find it online. You can find it. It is out, it's out there. It's really hard to because George Lucas does not want you to see this. No, he yeah, he will not. So we're but, going to expand your Star Wars universe right. with these with this knowledge of right. this Because this is important. I mean how do you understand the other movies if you haven't seen this? Yeah. So, again, spoiler alert like crazies. Yeah. You stop listening now or fast forward to the next section. Um. So we don't ruin that for you if you don't – whatever. Right, right. Because this okay. is – I mean it's, it's epic. It's life-changing. It's life-changing. Life-changing. It's going to change. There's a lot of secrets revealed. A lot of things happen you may not be aware of that actually sets up a lot of Star Wars. So this happens after New Hope in between right. A New Hope and um, Empire Strikes Back. Just right. to clarify. Right, right, right. Okay. So first off, Chewbacca was not born Chewbacca the Wookiee. <laughs> no, no. Wookiees have stupid names. <laughs> right. That I have no idea how they – is it just because of like – is it character descripting? Well, because his son's name's Lumpy. Lumpy. And he is kind of lumpy. He, <laughs> and um, the grandfather's name's Itchy, and right. he's got a scratch that he just can't satisfy, and he exactly. tries hard. And he his, tries really yeah. hard. Right. His wife's name's Mala. I don't know what that means. But well, Mala. She's, she's Mala. Yeah, Mala doesn't really – I mean maybe just the males have stupid names that describe them. Right, but, right, sure. but Chewbacca is – his real name is Chewie. Chewy. Because right. he liked to chew on things. Or- right. And it was just, he got older and, he, and everyone's making fun of him. So we decided to um- – Well, no. When he got older and decided that life on uh, Kashyyyk – is that the name of it? Kashyyyk? Sure. I can't remember. Wookiee Planet. The Wookiee Planet. I'm pretty Wookie sure Planet. it's Kashyyyk. Okay. Um, he realized that this is a small town. This is – it's like when you're growing up in a small town, you're like, I don't want to – God, there's a big city out there. Exactly. There's an empire out there that's, you know – 
interrupting everything in a Big Brother way. Adventure is calling my name. So he he went off planet. Right. He's going to go to the big city. I guess Coruscant or whatever. I, right. He goes. But anyway, when he leaves, he decides to adopt a better name. Like he right. renames himself. Yeah. He calls himself Chewbacca. Right. Because who wants to be known as Chewie? That's now Han Solo Han Solo knows right. that his name is Chewie. So he, he affectionately he calls him that. Right. Like, oh, that's his nickname. Because well, they're tight. They're close. Yeah. They're they're really close. Really close. Pretty like crazy close. Yeah. Um, because in actuality, Han Solo and Chewbacca and his wife, Chewbacca's wife, have a threesome. Yeah, we you know those weird family groups that have like two daddies and a mommy and yeah. a son and a grandpa. Right. Well, that's what this is. It's yeah, like a super so. family. Yeah. Um. So yeah. And, and yeah, and guys, spoiler. I'm pretty sure that Lumpy is not Chewbacca's son. No, of course he's not. Han Solo's son. There's a lot of close-ups on Lumpy's face, and you can tell his eyes There's, aren't like normal. They've got the same eyes. hair. They've got same the same like, backswept hair. Listen. Um. Also, there's like a scene. Where it's like it's just like this close up and let's like Han Solo is there with Mala and Lumpy and Well let's let's also set this up a little bit better, dude. First off, the whole show, Chewbacca and Han are trying to get back to the Wookiee planet of Kashyyyk um to celebrate Life Day. Gotta get back for Life Day. It's their holiday they celebrate during this right. th- this time. And by that I mean the solstice. Yeah. Um when the galaxy is furthest from the other galaxy. Right. Um whatevs. Anyway. And this whole time Chewbacca's trying to get back for Life Day. But there's all kinds of capers because the Empire's yeah. out there. But once Chewbacca gets back for Life Day, he's he's distant from his family. Distant. He, he holds back. And Han Solo just leaps in there and like yeah. is hugging people. It's like, he, he's the hey, thing. Lumpy, like family Lumpy to runs to Han Solo first. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. He grabs his leg. Han Solo picks him up and put him in Chewbacca's arms. Right. And when he goes in there, there's there's awkward like – There's a special there's moment. There's like stills of just right. – There's a look that she gives him and, he, <sighs> and he's like, I see you, Mala. See you. My see, I mean feel. And then, and then, um, I, the only English like he, Lumpy speaks the entire film. He looks up at, at Han and says, "I know you're my father." <laughs> he does say that. And like and in that, a lot of versions I've seen, like you can't hear the audio because it's like it's an old, you know, it's an old yeah. transfer and it's hard to hear. It's rough. But, you can hear him. But, I'm, but I, we heard it in our on our copy. Now a lot of people were upset about this because this kind of gives some foreshadowing to when Darth Vader tells Luke in the right. second film, right. "Luke, I am your father." Exactly. There's, I'm just throwing that out there. You see, you see, there's a, a, there's a, there's a dark side and a light side. Yeah. Light side is the Han Solo, um, you know, Wookiee family with you know the mysterious reveal of the father. The dark side is Darth Vader's reveal to Luke. Mm. I mean, structurally, it makes perfect sense. And when you think about how Lucas just God, the way that he brought all this to he come weaves, to a head later, he weaves it's a, a masterful story. He yes. weaves a masterful story. Very well, very well done, sir. Yeah. Very well done. Yeah. But I mean, guys, we're just we're just. Starting to crack this nut, guys. This yeah. is insane. Really? Again, the first 15 to 20 to 30 minutes of this film are just Wookiees talking Wookiee to each other. <laughs> just a lot of growling. Yeah. A lot of growling. I have no idea what the hell's going on. You have to kind of like – it's almost – it is performance art yeah. if you want to get down to it. But it's, <laughs> it's just them interacting and just like growling. Why does she wear – why does she wear an apron? Guys, she doesn't wo- wear gloves. Wookiees- She's cooking in the kitchen. She's wearing an apron. No gloves. What's the point? Guys, for those of you who may not be aware of what Star Wars is, um, first off, join humanity. Right. Join popular culture. You have to watch these films or you're missing out in life. Fact. Um, well, Wookiees are like giant dog creatures. They're, well, they're like – They're like seven or eight They're like tall. retarded dog bears. <laughs> That's how I think of them. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. And, but they have fur that looks like, like, a, like a long-haired dog. Sure. They're furry. They're big furry creatures. Yeah. So, 
Yeah, they don't wear clothes. No. They don't need to. So why is this woman wearing an apron? She wears an apron because she wants to protect her fur. I don't know. She doesn't wear gloves to protect the food. God, there's hair all in that. <laughs> so I would never eat Wookie food. The bullshit. They mention how bad Wookie food is. Yeah, the the Wookie. She does have her famous Wookie Wookies. I would not eat a Wookie Wookie. <laughs> That's code for something else. I think so. Because the, the merchant likes to use codes. Because uh, something else, and they really expand on this in this, and not in, in I mean, in this installment of right. the. Uh, Star Wars franchise, and they don't really do it in others. Is they you see the day the day to day struggles of someone living in in the Empire? It's a slice of life drama, is what it is. You got the Empire constantly breaking in with latest news. Like, oh, this just ends. Force you, the Empire forces you to watch reality television. They force you to watch reality television show, oh. um, which is an ingenious idea for a television show. Why they didn't go with that, I have no idea. Seriously, I think. What's what's the premise of the show, Brad? You you give us the premise, and then I'll tell you if it's golden or not. All right, all right. Here's my pitch. Here's my pitch. All right, all right. Be Arthur. Okay. She's beloved. She's America's sweetheart. She de- definitely. <laughs> Be Arthur, America's sweetheart. She's she's she she's a rascal. Yeah. And she's irascible. And she's running a bar in space. Running a bar in space, or on like a space planet? On 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 a planet. Tantooine. Yes. You, okay, continue. In a cantina. Yeah, okay. She's a bartender there. And she has some wacky antics. Every customers. week. She's, she's, she's got a mouse. There's a giant, there's a giant <laughs> and By mouse. that you mean a mutant, giant, dog, large dog-sized rat. There is a gigantic mouse that comes out of a wall and talks to her. His name's Mr. Nibbles. <laughs> um, there, there is a love interest. Yeah. Played by Harvey Corman. He's a volcano person because he has a crater on top of his head that steam comes out of and he drinks from apparently. Right. Um, and he, he's always chasing her, always pursuing her. Never quite never quite gets her, but he's constantly chasing after her. Well, he might rape her at the end of – He might rape her. Well, he, but, you know, we'll get to that in a second. It's, that's, it's kind of scary. That's but. the end of the first season. Uh, <laughs> it takes a dark turn. It's dark serious turn. when Fox starts turn. to try to cancel so it. So when it comes back, it tries to – it's like, wow, I wonder what's going to happen. Um, and everything's okay. Um but there's also there's also dude the bouncer there's a creepy bouncer he's kind of got what was that guy on the he's, the Adams family like their butler he looks kind of like Lurch very similar um I'm 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 digging it so far what's gonna sell me on this all right all right, all right. we're well, gonna have all the aliens that were in Star Wars one absolutely New Hope all the Cantina aliens check that this out band's coming back yeah we, we've got we've got her crazy bouncer looks kind of like Lurch from the Adams family yes he's he's kind of our philosophical soul you know. When when something crazy is happening, when the when the empire is trying to shut down the bar, he he's the one that solemnly looks at the camera and asks, "Why?" <laughs> he does. Why? But he's why? our Linus. He's our Linus. <laughs> he makes it real, beautiful, beautiful. Also, I think he's got a little thing for B. Arthur, but well, obviously he'll never tell. He'll never tell. And that's that's why he protects her so much. That's why he protects her. Wow, it is beautiful. That and I really hope that this show happens. Or at least had a potential to happen. Right. It would have been amazing. Oh, what do we call it? <laughs> what did you call that? Uh, we uh, had a title for it. What was it? Uh, you know, there's a lot of ways we could go. I'm thinking maybe mod the next generation. Yeah, <laughs> mod the next generation. We do that, that works. That yeah. works. The new adventures of mod. <laughs> the legend continues. <laughs> and that that yeah, that show's awesome. Wow. But yeah, you're forced to watch that under the Empire's rule, right? Because that's how they roll. You're forced to – well, not forced to watch it, but you can't – the rebel, the rebellion sends out cartoons to all the kids because it's, it's a fictional cartoon. Well, listen. So surely that's not little, anything real. Little lumpy. He has no – he has an absentee father. 
And by that, I mean Chewbacca, because he's under the impression that Chewbacca's his father, I think. Um, he's an absentee father. And the only way he really has a connection with his father is to watch cartoons of his father's exploits, which is really sad. Yeah. I mean, you got to think, that's, that's harsh. That's a harsh way to live. It's also weird because the cartoons are kind of in the style of, like, the 80s, what is that, heavy metal or whatever? That's a, it's a really weird style. It's very weird. Those are this bizarre. Is, this is also the first time ever we see Boba Fett. Absolutely. It also establishes he's a bounty hunter and a pretty kick-ass double-crossing bounty hunter. Trixies. He's Trixies. I mean, this thing's crazy. Also, we got we got Art Carney, who's just not funny. Yeah, dude. Art Carney is not entertaining here. Uh, uh, more spoilers on this part. Um, guys, this is really hard to watch. Because this is just insanity. Yeah. And you realize that in the 70s, things were a little different as far as entertainment's concerned. You, they didn't have giant blockbusters. To them, an awesome like technological sequence was someone in front of a kaleidoscope singing yeah. for five minutes. Oh. With with them fade, with different camera shots of them at different angles fading in and out. Gross. Just giving you a heads up on that. So Art Car- we got Art Carney not being funny. We, we got Harvey Corman not being funny. It's sad because it's Harvey Corman. You're seeing the changing of the guard here. <laughs> You're seeing them trying to bring like old vaudeville type humor into Star Wars, and it is failing miserably. I I I stand by. I think this thing needed a laugh track because people need to know what they were supposed to laugh at because they did not. And dude, I say that it if if any anything else was added to the confusion of this, I mean a laugh track would have been too much. Especially when you hear, <laughs> but think, but no, think about, I didn't know what the hell was going on. But sometimes think about when, when Harvey Corman was doing his wacky thing as like the cook with all the arms, I think a laugh track would have made that better. When when he got four arms to come in there and help cook him, because that the, was weird. dude. The whole time we're saying like, what the fuck? This is really weird. But if if we heard an audience laughing, we'd be like, oh, okay, this is supposed to be funny, as opposed to just being confused and frightened. <laughs> Because here's my thing. Every time I watch this, I just imagine this like prototypical family of the 70s sitting down. The, the father the father fought in Vietnam. He doesn't. He hasn't even seen the Star Wars movie, but he knows his kids like it. It's holidays. They're getting together. They're going to watch this holiday special. It's going to be something the whole family can watch because it's a holiday special. It's for the family. It's got all of our favorite celebs in it, all of our favorite TV personalities, our media celebutants, if you will. They're all there. It's, it's holidays. It's for the kids. It's, it's going to be great. This is going to be fun to watch. And there is the mother and father are confused. They don't know what the fuck is going on. Why, why are these furry things growling at each other for 20 minutes? <laughs> What's happening? It it would be so weird to see just blindly. Oh man, crazy weird, man. I just, I want to find an old person that hasn't watched Star Wars and make them watch this special and just see what happens. It's a lot of bits, pretty much is the whole thing. Yeah, I mean it's very much a holiday special. It just does not work, and it doesn't celebrate any holidays that we know of. Oh, it celebrates Life Day. Yeah, another thing in Star Wars canon is the fact that every Wookiee celebrates Life Day, and it's very important to them. Right. Um, this also endows them with certain powers to where they can travel through time and space if they have their special crystals. Right. And then they, special on, place. then they get to put on their Snuggie. Yeah. They put on their Snuggie and they go to worship their gods, which happen to be C-3PO and R2-D2. Right. Which is weird, but trust us on that. Hey. And then Carrie Fisher sings a little song to the Star Wars theme. <laughs> it's, it's how they roll. It's how they roll. And somehow Han Solo is there. Uh, so Luke weird. Skywalker is there. I was really hoping Admiral Ackbar would make an appearance, but he just didn't make it. Oh, you would think the Admiral would at least come to life. Though. Oh, it's not his thing. He celebrates a fish holiday. 
<laughs> the fish holiday. Yeah. On some water world. Ugh. Um, can I just talk about my favorite scene? What was your favorite scene out of all this? Wookie porn. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing prepares you for that, dude. Art Carney brings by a little gadget for, for old grandpa Itchy. It's a little virtual reality program. He gives him a little wink and a nod. Hey, you're gonna enjoy this. <laughs> old man pops in his little virtual reality helmet. And he watches porn. <laughs> There's no way around it, guys. He gets excited by it. He's grunting. It's gross. <laughs> it is very disturbing. It's gross. <laughs> he had to go wash his fur afterwards, I'm sure. There were a lot of children that got explained the birds and the bees after they watched the Star Wars <laughs> holiday special back in the day. There's a lot of people that are into bestiality now <laughs> because of the Star That's Wars where, That might be where the furry fetish came from, dude. Oh, what if it is? Ew. I mean, who am I to judge? That is kind of weird that his roots started there. I ju- I'm judging. You're I'm judging. judging. I am judging. Just like Connecticut. Always judging. I'm not, I, no. I'm nothing you like Connecticut. You said it. I'm you said like it, not me, man. I'm different. How are you different? I'm different. How are you different? Because Wookiees should not watch porn in the living room. It is gross. He's See? watching porn in the middle of his living room. That's weird. There's a kid there. There's a little kid around. That's That's not cool. His daughter-in-law is there. Trying to cook food and she can't. She doesn't have four arms. <laughs> and she's covered in hair. <laughs> oh. It's insane. Guys, watch this. It's pretty awesome. It, it is a trip. At least watch it once. You can buy you can get it with a riff track, right? Yeah, there's a Perhaps. riff tracks available, which is which makes it much more entertaining. And it, yeah, you may have to watch it with the riff tracks, because yeah. without it, I hope you're with a good group of friends that can enjoy a good laugh. All right. Is there anything else about Star Wars? Holly, especially you want to talk about Brad? No, I don't want to talk about it. You don't want to talk. It about scares it. me. You just want to. You just want to. I'm scared. Go take a shower for I'm a long scared. time and try to get all of it I'm off. Scared. Too. Hey, why did the stormtroopers break all of his toys? The stormtroopers really did hate this kid. Like they fucked up all of his shit. There was a time when I thought that the stormtroopers weren't really stormtroopers. They were just like the neighbors, <laughs> and they were coming because obviously the kid Lumpy is a is a brat. Right. He's rambunctious. He's running around now. It's because his father isn't there. Right. He doesn't, but, have, um, a, he doesn't have a good male influence. The only influence he's got is his creepy grandpa that watches porn in the living room. <laughs> so basically, Lumpy's just running around the house masturbating all the time, <laughs> just openly because that's what that's the only male figure he has to go right. by. That's all he's got. And that's got to be hard for. Uh, but anyway. So he's stealing, he steals cookies and food to eat when his, he's outside, like, basically having a death wish as he walks around the rim of their, uh, tree house, which is easily a hundred feet off the ground, if not yeah. more. He's, I, he's suicidal. He's stealing. He's disrespectful. He's, uh, so what the, what they hyperactive. do, uh, so what they do is the mother gets the neighbors to dress up as stormtroopers right. to come over with, uh, some other guy. From the city, who he's just some human dressed up as an empirical guy, right? And right. they come to shake things up, yeah. And you know they kind of look around the house, but then they go to Lumpy's room and then just destroy everything. Destroy everything. Rip, rip his fucking stuffed animals in half. <laughs> he has a stuffed like bantha, and he just rips. They just rip the head off oh. of it, and he goes up there and he's destroyed. destroyed. Of course, the rest of the house is unscathed, and I think even the, the imperial guy says <laughs> something about how he thinks he'll mind or something after that. Or yeah, yeah. And it's oh, a little bit, it's Steve like, Ma- wait a minute. Mala was behind this. Mala, you planned this. She has got some some crazy issues of her own to work She's through. She's a schemer, man. Oh, she but is. But that kid's going to mind from now on. Oh. That kid's going to mind. Because Stormtrooper may come back and destroy his toys. He's, he, the kid has got issues. Grandpa is a freak and a perv. <laughs> Chris Hansen needs to get over there take care of this. There aren't enough Chris Hansons in the <laughs> there universe. There are not enough. We need to start cloning Chris Hansen. Yes. Oh, jeez <laughs> Louise. <laughs> Please, let's clone Chewbacca's an absentee father. 
he's not even a father. Let's face it, Han Solo is the father. God, Chewbacca's been snookered. He's been he has been saddled with this family. He doesn't even want. That's why he goes off to space on capers all the time. Guys, th- this really does bring a darkness to Star Wars. Oh yeah, it brings a reality to it. it yeah, shapes it out. But it does kind of paint Chewie as like a hero because every every shot with him is regal. And at the end, there's kind of like a recap of Chewbacca's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I think well I think you realize the darkness of his family life it's like a mammoth play um, <laughs> yes it's like a mammoth play the reality of Chewbacca's life is like a mammoth play and I think the regalness is seeing him overcome that as a man because it does show all he did for the Death Star right. like destroying that getting a medal right it's and like, he survived right. all of this and this shitty family why because he's a man he got out he's a, he's a man he's tough He's getting on that Millennium Falcon. He ain't coming back. Chewbacca's a David Mamet character, guys. <laughs> you didn't know. <laughs> there was something else I was going to say about Chewie that I can't remember what it is now. Oh, did kids really love Chewbacca back in the day? Yeah. Because, I mean, we all loved Ewoks when we first saw mm-hmm. Return of the Jedi, which right. is – it came out around the – well, I guess it came out in 82, right, or whatever? Yeah. It was one of the first Star Wars movies I ever oh, saw. it was like 84. It may have been 84. It was later because I think – Empire was like eight. that would make sense because it just came out and you know we were kids starting to grow up so we would have seen that movie first probably it's the first one I saw same here and we love the Ewoks right yeah absolutely so I guess Chewbacca was the Ewoks for the people in the seventies he's a big giant teddy bear so of with course a mustache so of course you're making a Christmas special you want the kid he does have a mustache <laughs> I love he has a mustache it's like the coolest he's a big furry thing with a mustache he's got that much he's got that much extra hair all right. So we don't want to spoil anything else for you guys. Watch it. Love it. Love it. Celebrate Life Day. Celebrate it's your Life, life day. day, guys. Put on your red Snuggie and celebrate Life Day. They really did call. I wonder if George Lucas could sue because that's a Snuggie. That is a Snuggie. I'm just letting you guys know it's a Snuggie. It's a fucking Snuggie. It's a magic Snuggie because it appears out of nowhere. It's a magical Snuggie. Guys, if you got a magical Snuggie, please uh, call in. Let us know. <laughs> so uh, Star Wars Christmas special. It's out there, if you can find it. Out there among the stars. Yay. Happy holidays. Happy holidays. Happy holidays. Happy Christmas. Happy Life Day. Happy Winter Solstice. Enjoy your spring rolls. Yes. Hey, guys. Hey. Checking that stocking. What's that? Oh, my God. It's the Situation Room. In your stocking? That has been a good boy. It's a weird thing to have in a stocking. That is a weird thing to have in a stocking. It's a room. A situation. It's fucked. It's a room. Mm. There's a situation in your stocking. Mm. Uh, I don't know about that. Your dry cleaner. <laughs> Brad, we got a situation. Bring it. All right, Brad. Let me think of how I need to word this. All right, Brad. What are you... In relation to Ramjack, you are a media... I'm a media celebutant. A celebutant. Correct. Yes. So, let's say, after President Obama serves his term... Okay. There's another election. Now, obviously, he'll win that one, but, you know, after the next one... Right. Eight years' time. Eight years' time, there's going to be another election. Uh, Hopefully, yes. And a woman is elected as president. Oh, okay. Um, Because of your notoriety, because of what you've done for the great state of Connecticut and rooting out evil there... And Evil like Joe Lieberman. <laughs> um, you've been asked to be the PR person for the White House. Wow. You are in charge of public relations for the White House. Nice. Okay. So this is the first female president of the United States. Okay. The world loves her. Everyone's like, wow, this is great. This is so, you awesome. know, this is great for everybody. Yes. All right, dude. We got some bad news. What? 
after quite a few trips around the globe, mm-hmm. you know, just kind of rubbing elbows with all the uh, other world leaders, mm-hmm. president comes back. She's knocked up. Ooh. Our first lady is knocked up. Oh, Brad. damn it. They have no idea who the father is. <sighs> what do you do? <laughs> She's going to start showing in a few months. I, they don't know. An abortion's out of the, out of the question. Out of the question. What's out of the question? She's, dude, if the president of the United States has an abortion, it's over. The five and twoers will revolt. I think it's time to let them revolt. And then we'll take them down with military. <laughs> Harsh military actions. Okay, but in all seriousness, she can't have an abortion. Okay, fine. Brad, again, it's assumed that one of these other world leaders is the father. Right. But we don't know for sure. Who is our female president, by the way? I, I, it doesn't say. Okay. I don't know. It's the future. All right. And you're serving under her as your PR, as the PR person. Mm-hmm. They come to you. Mm-hmm. Brad, what's going on? What is, what is this? What is this? What's go- how do you spin this? What do you do? Wow. How do you handle the first American president that's a woman mm-hmm. getting knocked up by a foreign leader? Look, guys. <laughs> I think it's funnier than they have no idea who the father is. <laughs> no idea. No idea. <laughs> She's kind of a slut. Just a little bit. Just a little bit. All the world leaders refuse to give a DNA sample. <laughs> no one wants to be the father. That's something else, too, because you think that'd be, they might be stand up like, yeah, I knocked up the president. What are you right. going to do about it? But no, no. All of them are no, like, none of them. I don't want another kid. Yeah. Ooh, wow. Well, um, if the president's hot, maybe I'll claim it. What? No. Like, seriously? Think about a dog. <laughs> I'm already a media celebrity, but that's like. That's- it would only make sense. We'd start like a new type of like, you know how England has like the royalty. and Right. I'll start a new line. I'll start a new line. I'll, I'll, I'll raise that child as my own and make profit off of it. Like crazy profit. Like Lindsay, like Lindsay Lohan's dad profit. Does he make money off of her? Dude, of course. <laughs> She's That's like what he's known now. for. That's what he's known for is making money off of his daughter. That poor girl. And then she went crazy and he just goes to the news keeps like, hey, let me tell you what she's up to. <laughs> she's crazy. Let me tell you more. <laughs> she's Give the, me money, please. <laughs> she's the close family friend. That they talk about in the tabloids. Yes. Wink. The oh. father of. <laughs> oh, it's not even secret. It's not even secret. So I might claim it. It depends. All right. You know, if we got, if it's like President Tanya Mame, well then we'll, well talk then about it. There. We'll talk about it. But then you're but, just like Chewy. But then there's another option. <laughs> that I am just like Chewy. But you know, if you can make it work, make it work. And that's what they do. But, right. Okay. What's, what, what's the more realistic option? The more realistic option, of course, is Immaculate Conception. Immaculate <laughs> So even though that they know she's been touring for the last couple of couple of weeks around the world, right. and they're pretty sure they'll be able to do the math, they're pretty sure that she was knocked up during that time. Well, uh, they gave her the conception. They, yeah, they, who says she slept with anybody? She didn't. True, she's the president. She she's would not do that. Moral she fiber. Moral fiber. Moral fiber. She is like chalk, lock, stock, and barrel full of moral fiber. Okay. This baby, this baby, it's not fathered by a mortal. It's fathered by the great sky god, Thor. What? Yeah. It's Thor's baby. Baby Thor. Everyone gasps. Pictures are being taken at the press conference. <gasps> baby Thor. <laughs> baby Thor. Excuse, excuse me, sir. Yes? Um, are you telling us that the Norse gods are real? Well, I'm not, I'm not saying they are real or they're not. All I'm saying is that Thor has impregnated the president. Take that to mean what you will. 
Um, doesn't mean the Norse gods are real. Over here, it sir. It seems over, that way. Over here, sir. I, I have no, I have no means of proving that. Yes. So over here. Yes. Yes. Um, are you referring to the John Michael Thor of the? Uh... <laughs> no, 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 no. This is a common misconception. No, uh, I am referring to Thor, the god of thunder and lightning. Right. As opposed to. As opposed John to John, John Michael Thor, the intercessor, the intercessor, okay, my fame bad. star of Rock and Roll Nightmare. My bad, my bad. And the my intercessor, bad. another Rock and Roll Nightmare. Yes, mm-hmm. not him. Not him. Thank you. Thank, thanks for the clarification. <laughs> I really appreciate that. Uh, next question, please. <laughs> oh, oh. Right. excuse me. Yes. Oh. Yeah, uh, Larry Christian Standard. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um. Are what are you? I don't. I don't get it. What do you mean that? The president was immaculately conceptuated by a magical sky god, Thor. Yes. Um, I don't know if you're aware of this, but Lord Jesus Christ gave his life on the cross for you huh? and all of us. So is this the second coming of Jesus? Well, you know, it's funny. I, you know, I've heard a lot about this Jesus fellow. Um, I, honestly, I don't know anything about him. I, I've never seen him. I don't know anything about him. All I know is that Thor, the Norse god of thunder and lightning, is, has, has fathered a child with the president of the United States and she's carrying his uh, baby I don't, I'm not sure if this child is going to have divine powers um, I'm not sure if it's going to be half god I'm not I, honestly I'm, I'll, be, I'll be honest with you this is not a situation I as press secretary saw myself getting into um, I didn't think I'd have to you know I, I haven't done, done the research yet I'll be completely honest there we've got a team of advisors that are looking to find out if this will be a full god child or a half god child what its responsibilities will be um, all I know is that it will be American. I think we can all agree that's a that's a great thing. Thank you. Any more questions? Questions? Hey, one over here, sir. Oh yes, yes. How do we know this isn't some elaborate trick by Loki? Hmm. Could I, it be Loki's child? Sir? Well, you know, I, 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 that definitely, you know, that crossed my mind. Um, but the president has assured me that it is Thor and uh, not Loki. So, and we've gotten some assurances from Thor himself. So. I'm gonna have to see we, oh yes, 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 yes. Are you to tell me that the Norse gods are real? Hey, You've talked to Thor, the god of lightning. We have received communication from Thor, from Thor, Thor's people. Um, as far as the real, um, you know, all I can all I can tell you is what's happening here. Um, I'm not sure exactly, you know, where what their you know powers are. Um, in regards to humans, I'm not sure if they are, you know, cr- gods that created the world. I'm not sure if they uh, have influence over us. All I know is that these are these are powerful beings that were worshipped as Norse gods and are now um, now have impregnated the president. So yes, uh, next question. <laughs> What's their end game? Uh, are they trying to take over? Should we be worried about the Norse gods moving in on the country? Not, absolutely. And uh, also a, a second question. Okay, sure. If yeah. I will, sir, please. Sure, sure. Um, I. I how close is Ragnarok to the United States? All right, let me take the first. That is where they. That's where they live, right? I'll All take right. my question off, Mike. All right. Now, look, to, to get to the first part of your question, um, how what do we know that they're in game? Listen, all we know right now is that the president is has has uh, got the child of Thor inside of her. Um, this was not a rape. This was not a horrible forced action. This was this was completely consensual. Um, the president is very excited about this, and we're we're all excited here at the White House. I mean, this is a groundbreaking event. We have never had, the president has obviously um, has <laughs> never been pregnant before. I think it's a real. I think this is really exciting to see uh, what a woman can do, um, and I think it's really exciting for America and the future of America that will be the first country that has had the president of a child be possibly partial god. What? Um, and I don't see any reason to assume that there is some sort of end game. I think we should look on this as it is, a beautiful, beautiful happenstance. 
and I think I wish the president well and uh, look forward in nine months to, uh, to uh, welcoming a, a beautiful baby um, to America. Thank you. Any question? Fox News? Fox News? <laughs> Over here, sir. Yeah, Fox News. Fox News, yeah. Um, there's rumors, more than rumors, whispers, uh, that this might be a smoke screen to, uh, you know, get some laws passed about the global warming and drilling for oil and stuff like that. Um, is this indeed uh, an act by the terrorists? Should we be worried that the Norse gods are terrorizing us, the United States citizens? Well, I, I'll be honest. I, Don't I, dodge I, the question, sir. I, no, I, I, I assumed you were honest. Should, should we be concerned that you might be lying to us? No, absolutely That's not. what you said, though. You said you're going to be honest. That means I, you were lies before being, now? I just want to get to the truth, me, sir. If, if you let me can, one, one quick question. Let me speak. Can I speak? If I could just, can, I, can, I, can I say something? Ahead, can I finish? Go ahead. Go ahead. Feel free. Prove to me that four doesn't exist. Or that it exists. Um, honestly, I'll be honest. I don't really know what the hell you're talking about. You don't know what I'm talking about? Well, I'll tell you this. Uh, you no, don't know. It an emission no, right there. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. None of, uh, none of our positions have changed. Only thing that's changed is that there's a beautiful child that will be coming into the world in nine months. And the father of that child is Thor. That's, that's all. That's all I'm here to tell you. That's all I know. So uh, you can put whatever kind of spin you want on it. But uh, I'll be really honest. I just and I, I, I don't, will, sir. I don't. I don't see. I don't see what you're getting at. And I, this is not a terrorist plot. This is a beautiful child. and This is a beautiful happening. So we should all be very happy about this. Thank you. That's all the time. No, 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 no. Well done, Brad. Well done. Thank you. I think we're going to get out of this a stronger country. Absolutely. No one has to know the president's a whore. <laughs> no, she's not a whore. She's a slut. She's a slut. She's got little slutty tendencies. Slutty tendencies. That's all right. Nothing wrong with I that. I respect that in a president. She likes having fun. So, so the condom broke. That happens all the time. Hey. I happens. don't know why she was on birth control. Happens all the time? Sometimes. Dude, you need to be careful. You got to be careful. Be careful, dog. Your condoms are breaking all the well, time. Well, I mean, that the should... president's not careful. Alex, I'm worried about you. Don't be careful with your condoms. Don't buy cheap ones. They're breaking all the time. I'm worried. Well, normally I just get like a, a French loaf and just, you know, Aww. it just starts breaking down and that's, it's too flaky. And, a, no, that's not a condom. I thought we said that that was fine. Oh, that's bad. We said that, that was bad. What about chicken skin? No, that's worse. Oh, this no, is gross. I need to go back and review our old podcast. You do. Go back and listen to them, guys. Seriously. You may be remembering things wrong. Check them back. Go into the backlog. Check things out. Don't, you don't want to get these things wrong. This is bad. That's how presidents get pregnant. <laughs> World leaders, real consequences. <laughs> Situation. All right. Alex, it's the holiday season. It is the holiday season. You are the Grinch. I'm the Grinch? You're the Grinch. I'm a mean one? You're a mean one, Mr. Grinch. I am green. Exactly. In a way. Exactly. Guys, um, but here's the thing. Those Whos are annoying as fuck. Yes. Down in Whoville? Tall oh, and small. They're the fuck. worst. Fuck them. But unlike in the Dr. Seuss classic, How the Grinch Stole Christmas, your heart is not going to be warmed. It isn't. No. <laughs> Why are you planning me to be evil in every situation with question? It just happens. Am I working for the state again, Brad? It just happens. You <laughs> Do know, I need to enslave the, the – I need to move the Who's Listen. from their homeland because Impossilonium is somewhere underneath the city and I need to mine it for the state? Look, dog. Those Who's have pissed you off. You've stolen their shit and you're getting away with it. But the thing is, it's morning time. And the Who's have called in law enforcement. <laughs> what? Dog, uh, what you going to do? How, first of all, how are you going to try to get away? How are you going to hide all that Who shit that you stole? <laughs> well, 
What do you mean I'm going to hide it? There's a giant ravine I was going to throw it off on. Dog, you're going to find it. You don't, you don't want the cops getting on this. So first, you figure out how to hide it. Second of all, how, how are you going to get through being questioned? What are you going to say? It's cool. They're not going to be able to pick it up. Is that, is that the who's? Is that Max? Max? Max sold you out, dog. Not Max. Max sold you out. Not Max. So what are you going to do? So, how, so how are you going to get away with this? That's what I have to do. I have to get away with it. You have to get away with it. I have to get away with stealing everything. Now, right. I hate the who's, right? Right. Who did they call? Who's the law on the land? Are there more who's other places? There's the who law. So, They're but inside asses. of who, Whoville? Yeah. There's like an elite force of who law. There is, a, there is an elite. There's a mayor and then there's like a tribunal or something. Yeah. And there are some tough ass who cops. So when they wake up after they Ste- after they sing their morning song, they're Steven like, okay, Seagal. Now, Steven Seagal. Steven oh, Seagal is no, one of the who cops. There's a Seagal who. There's a Steven Seagal who cop. Oh, I'm dead. <laughs> He's coming for me. You gotta come up with a plan, dog. All right. How are you gonna steal Christmas for reals? Uh, do I? Am I trying to steal Christmas? Yes. Or am I trying to destroy it once and for all? <laughs> That's your call. Well, dude, there's no out for this. I'm not gonna get away with it. Stop setting yourself up for failure. No, dude, I'm it's impossible. Stagall's out there coming after me. I stole their stuff. They know it dude, was me. You got, you they got have the, an eyewitness. They have a kid who caught me in the act. May I point out that you got into their town, stole all of their shit up out of their houses, and got away with it on a, on a sled with a dog with just a tiny dog. You had a chance. So I could trick them. You are tricksy and crafty. I am. But I've pushed to my limit. Well, there's a little bit of fear creeping in. You know, maybe you did this. Maybe you had a couple of drinks before you pulled off this caper. But uh, I'm not any any court will find me guilty. What's going to happen? Can I just ask really quick what the consequences are? Should I be found guilty? With the amount of stuff you stole, who's who law is different than you know our law? You're probably going to be put to death. <laughs> That's <laughs> not that Grinch. different than our law. You're a Grinch, dog. You're a Grinch. I'm the only Grinch on this right. hill, too. So there's probably racism involved. You're not going to get a fair trial. Oh, they're racist. Probably, dude. You're a Grinch. <laughs> you first you stole their Christmas. You're green, you're scary, you smell bad. It's weird. It's weird. All right? There's racism. I'm not going to lie. You're not going to be able to get a fair trial. It's just not going to happen. All right. And they don't care. Well, if my heart isn't going to grow six sizes or ten sizes or whatever it is. Not going to happen. We got to take it out. I've been pushed to my limit. Christmas has to end. Right. The who's have to end. Right. Okay. All right. We're going to do this. I'm going to take that giant, all the all the presents. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sure they're still down in Whoville, right? Yeah. Okay. I've noticed that Whoville is circled by mountains. Right. Because I'm on top of one. Mm-hmm. But I'm assuming it's going to be hard for them to get out. I'm going to load this layout with all those presents. Right. I'm going to set it on fire, and I'm going to let that ride down and into the city and line it with explosives. Like, it's we're nice. destroying Whoville. You're going to try to blow up Whoville. I'm going to take all their commercial shit, all of this, like, just vagaries of their society and everything light it up send it right back at him you want christmas back or it's coming right back at you in a ball of flame you're gonna little house on the prairie little house the prairie i'm gonna blow up i'm gonna blow up we're gonna walnut grove this bitch (laughs) walnut grove them yeah so i'm gonna blow now it's gonna destroy most of the town in the fire right they're not gonna be able to get out right but since i got the highest position Mm -hmm. I'm assuming I have some sort of firearm. I'm going to snipe them from there as they try to nice. get up out of this mountain. And nice. hopefully I'm going to see Seagal coming because <laughs> if I don't. You don't, man. It's, he, it's, he's I'm a dead. tough lawman. Let me tell you. As a person that's seen A&E, Steven Seagal, lawman. I got to try to kill him or else he is going to kill me. He's tough. I just destroyed the town. There are no more Who's down in Whoville. 
Wow. That's what they get, dude. They were coming after me. I was trying to show them something. I was trying to be like, well, guys, you don't need all that. And now they apparently they needed it. That's understandable, dog. So I'm uh, moving on. There's other Whovilles. So you, more open-minded Who's. Where did I come from? Where are the wretches, the Grinches? I think the Who's killed them. Whoa! The, the Who set them up on trumped-up charges, put them in jail, put them to death. Okay, well then this is a revenge story. At this point, they deserve it. Why not get them with their hit the hardest on the holiday that they love the most? That's that's a plan. Dog. The whole time I'm going to be Who hash grilled yeah. Who hash. I'm just going to be eating it, watching their city burn to the ground <laughs> because some people just like to watch the world burn, and that's me, <laughs> the nice. Grinch. How the Grinch destroyed Christmas? Nice genocide. Right, it's not amazing. There's more Who's other places. I'm genocide. Assuming. How the Grinch stole Christmas? He stole it by genocide. Genocide. Nice eye for an eye, right? Is that what the Bible says? Sure, whatever. Well, maybe it does. I can't remember. Says a lot of crazy shit. It does say a lot. Yeah. There you go. All right, Brad, bonus situation. Bring it. A bonus situation for this holiday season. Wonderful. All right, so we talked about Sesame Street. Absolutely. We talked about the famous songs introducing kids to different people in their neighborhood. Yes, we did. In their neighborhood. In their neighborhood. In their neighborhood. So, Brad, you're a writer for Sesame Street. Okay. It's your job to come up with people that children should be aware of in their neighborhood and put it to a song. Wow. So who are the people in their neighborhood that kids should be aware of? Um, who should they be aware of? Let's see. Uh, it's people they should be aware of. Now, we are – exactly. You know what I'm talking about. Now, right. they already know about teachers and news dealers, whatever the hell they are. Right. So what else are you going to throw at kids to get them ready for life? Get them ready for life. Things they need to know from a young age. To- Couple them up. Let's come up with a few couplings because you have to have one and then you have to have another one. That's the definition of a couple. I, I think kids need to be aware, of course, of predators. <laughs> So predators are people in your neighborhood. Predators are people in your neighborhood. In your neighborhood. In your neighborhood. <laughs> okay, predators. What kind of predators? Are we talking to like velociraptors? Are we talking child predators? Oh, Chris Hansen style. So you're gonna you're gonna come up with well, policemen are people in your neighborhood, and then like with policemen would be predators, right, or something like that. Who who would be coupled with predators that kids are gonna learn about? Because predators, I'm assuming, is the second one. Because you hit them with something easy, and then you okay. hit them with a, a curveball. Oh, okay, I get it now. I get it. I get it. Um, oh crap! What's the name of those people? You let them know of an authority figure they can trust, and then you let them know of someone who's shady. That's how this works. Wait, dude. wait, 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 wait. Wait, maybe a decoy. A decoy is a person in your neighborhood. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Because kids will be confused. This seems like another kid I can go play with, but it's not. That's not a kid. That's actually an adult. <laughs> that girl might look like she's 13, but she's really a 22-year-old woman. She's in on it. A decoy is a person in your neighborhood. You in your trust. neighborhood. In per- your neighborhood. A person you meet each day. They're a everywhere. A person you meet each day. Be careful of decoys. A, pre- a, a predator is someone you meet in your neighborhood. <laughs> in your neighborhood. In your neighborhood. A person that you meet while you're walking down the street. It's a person that you meet each day. So decoys and predators. Decoys and predators. <laughs> this is like hard knocks. <laughs> Freaking Sesame Street, dude, it can man. Be in your neighborhood, dog. You gotta but be aware, is, dude. It's 2010. Oh, you have to be aware. It's 2010. Kids need to be aware. It's about to be 2010. Sesame Street needs some edge to it. Seriously, that might be the perfect. Uh, De- decoys and predators. Well done, Brad. Well okay. done. You gotta be aware, man. Predators. You gotta be aware. They're out there. Be alert. Chris Hansen. He's a person in your neighborhood too. Hopefully. Should we make him Ramjack Person of the Year? <laughs> Ramjack Person of the Year. Chris Hansen. Congratulations, hey guys, congratulations, sir. Congratulations. Chris Hansen. You are Person of the Year. Chris Hansen. Thank you. Thank you for, for everything you've done. Happy holidays. Happy holidays. Situation room. Hey, Happy holidays. Room. Episode 24. It's been amazing. It has been amazing. We're, hope, we're hoping you have an amazing holiday season. 
Absolutely. Guys. I mean, you're in the thick of it right now. Enjoy so. it. Enjoy it. Go get your spring rolls. Don't let people stop you. Don't let someone stop you, guys. Go see some movies on Christmas. People do that a lot. Do it. See some movies. More importantly, get back at us. Get back at us. You can email us at ramjackpodcast at gmail.com. You can also visit our website, www.curiosityabounds.com forward slash ramjack. Hit us up on the Twitter, Ramjack Podcast. You can also uh, get back at us with our phone number because we have a voicemail. Absolutely. That would be 206-339-5894. Tell us what you got for Christmas. Yes, tell us what you got for Christmas. And tell us what you're afraid of. We want to know about those fears. Those <laughs> it's interesting. Brad always wants to bring up the fears, but fair Let enough. Let us know yes. your fears. We got a lot of pictures, and they're pretty awesome from what I've seen. Yeah, we'll be putting them online pretty soon. Um, let's see. I also want to send a shout out to Mercurochrome, who supplies the music for this podcast. Absolutely. Uh, their song "Out of Town" can be found on their CD. I think it's just titled Mercurochrome. Oh, it's, I think it's called "Is That What They Want?" But you can find it at cdbaby.com forward slash Mercurochrome. And guys, look, we're still supporting the postal service. So drop us a mail at PO Box seven two one eight four one Newport, Kentucky four one zero seven two dash one eight four one. We'll send you some mail back. We'll, we'll be pen pals. Yes. Spread Ramjack via the analog way. Do whatever you have to. <laughs> Do what you have to to spread this magic. How the world. We're media celebutants. Yeah. And we're letting you in on the ground floor. Yeah. You, you know, you, ten, you tell 10 people and then they tell 10 people and then pretty soon profit. Pretty soon we're the tops, pops. And you guys are on the ground floor. Ground floor. Ground floor, guys. You're, That's you're the best on, place to be. You're at the very bottom of the ground floor holding it up. You're the foundation of this. And then we'll raise you up. Yeah. Ramjack Freedom Militia. Ramjack Freedom Compound. Whoa, guys, what? <laughs> you can be part of that. I, I love you jump from militia to compound. Well, if we have a Freedom Militia, we have to have a Freedom Compound. We have to have a place for And the only way we can have a Freedom Compound is if you tell 10 people. <laughs> so, guys, build up our pyramid. Build up our pyramid. And you'll and you'll be rewarded, and those people will then be rewarded by the people that come in under them. Guys, that's that's the way it works. I know it might sound like a Ponzi scheme, right? It might sound it like might it. sound like a pyramid, but scheme. it's not. It's not a pyramid scheme because it's it's nothing like that. Because it's just it's, it's just that every every group that tells ten people, they tell another ten people, and then the people that just above them profit from the people below, and yeah. in the end. Everybody wins. And it's not, it's profit in what? Entertainment? Absolutely. It's profit in laughs. Laughter's the best medicine. Hey, we may have a shitty healthcare bill going through that's not going to help anyone at all, but you know what? If we spread a little laughs, maybe that'll cure some disease. I'm not saying it will or it won't. I'm just saying that Ram Jack is known for its miraculous blood cures. If if you are a bit sickly, if you're a bit sickly or have a friend that's a bit sickly, turn on the podcast. Let's see if we can help. Ooh, joy. Let's let's Spreading see. Laughter. Let's see if we can maybe you know mess with your twenty watts a little bit, make you happy, make you laugh. <laughs> Turn it up to thirty one. Take it to thirty one. Thirty one in twenty ten. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's us, Brad. I, we have one more episode before this this train's you know moving on to the station to gear up for the next year. Wow, I can't wait. It's going to be amazing. It's going to be phenomenal. Thank you to West Bend, always supplying us with amazing popcorn. Delish. It's the most delish. Yeah. So I'm Alex. Brad, thank you for joining me. Cheers. 
All right. Thank you for listening to Ram Jack, episode 24. And wait a minute, Brad. What? Whoa, whoa. Lumpy. Lumpy, get away from Grandpa's machine. Lumpy. Lumpy. We men want to take a woman in our arms, and a girl wants to take a man in her arms, and pretty soon we want to take him to bed with us. Go on. Go over there and touch it. Put your hand on her breast. See how far you can take your hand. See how far she'll let you go. Go ahead, girl. Touch him with the most sensitive part of his body. There is one place in the woman's body and one place in the man's body that creates multiplication. They're not two, they're not three, they're not four places, they're not ten places, there is one place in the woman's vagina and the man's male organ. There's only one place in the woman's body where the male organ was designed to, to penetrate the vagina. Only one organ made to bring forth life. It's the male organ. It's not in lesbianism where the tongue of a female goes into the vagina of another female. It's not in the male where the male organ goes into the part of the, of the body where the, the waste matter comes out of the body that's poison and he penetrates that part of the body in homosexuality. It's not to be put in the mouth of the man or the mouth of the man or the woman on the male organ. It is the male organ penetrating the vagina of the woman, the male and the female. He says, look at the orifices of the body, the openings in the body. Certainly you can't put, it, put the male organ or the woman's tongue in the eye. Maybe touch the ear. Certainly not in the orifices of the nose or the navel. But there are a couple of three, three other places. There's the mouth. There's the anus where the poisons of the body are excreted. You can put it there. They didn't know how to handle it. There was a fire that rose up in them. They didn't know how to contain it. And everybody knows when the sexual arousal reaches a certain point, the person goes insane. A bull, after a cow and in a heat, if he cannot reach the cow and there's a barbed wire fence between them, will go through the barbed wire and cut himself to pieces in order to impregnate that cow. I, I, I was raised on a farm. I saw it. Men and women go wild. And then when it's perverted and becomes homosexuality, it's not only wild, it is insane. And the heat becomes so intense, the sexual heat becomes so intense, the male organ doesn't want the vagina of the woman, 
but to turn that person over and to enter into the rear where the poison comes out and it keeps coming out until they develop AIDS with no immunity against disease and they D-I-E, they die. God made the female breast, young man. What's wrong with you handling it, fondling it? Oh, sure, you're married to this girl. You're married to this man, but uh, come on. Uh, let's have a good time. Uh, somebody go get a six-pack. Bring in some bourbon. Uh, pick up the phone and send in a couple of call girls. I go to church, too, but, uh, you know, it didn't make me queer. Well, I wouldn't buy that 100%. Um, please erase that from the, ta the tape. I didn't edit that. Uh, let's edit that out, will you? <clears throat> the only way you ever become one flesh is when the male organ penetrates...